All right. Good evening. Good evening. Well, good afternoon. It's not evening. Good afternoon, everybody. Thank y'all so much for chiming into my live. Um, forgive me for being just a tad bit late. You know, it happens. We're working with technology, but I definitely want to just, uh, you know, truly say thank you so much for tuning in to what we have going on here about what we're doing. I'm super excited about, you know, what is yet to come. Um, my, uh, as you all know, you know, on um, Black History Month, I always have uh, a showcase where I showcase my family uh, that I, you know, throughout my life, you know, because I really realized that even though Black History Month is, you know, for us to just learn about what's going on in this country and what happened before us, I like to showcase my family. And so um, it's truly an honor this today, I have my very first interview with one of my big cousins. Um, her name is Dr. Keisha Sullen. And as I share with you all, you know, she is our first and right now our only pharmacist in the family. Family. So I'm super excited to have her here today. Um, it gives me great pleasure to bring her on. Keisha, this is, we chill, we relax. I know you might be nervous. You guys, <laughs> don't be too hard on her. But, you know, Keisha, I just wanted to, you know, I thought this was important that, you know, we do something a little different this year, you know, for Black History Month. And so I wanted to just start out by you just kind of, you know, sharing everybody your educational background, you know, as you know, what you needed to do in order to become a pharmacist. Well, as far as my educational background, I'm happy to say that I'm a product of both the public school system and the private school system. Uh, elementary, middle school, high school, I, I attended both public and private schools. Mm -hmm. uh, I graduated from Xavier University in 2003 with a doctorate of pharmacy degree and immediately after I graduated I pursued a what's called a general general pharmacy practice residency where I did an additional year post-grad work which gave me more clinical experience the experience that you don't really get doing the rotations in school or what you read about in the textbooks okay okay so that's that's pretty dope. Okay, because I, you know, I know, like, even with myself and the stuff we have to go through, I like that you took that extra step to get, you know, some of the extra expertise and extra education, you know, to be able to, you know, to really help the community. Now, right now, I don't, I, I wanted to ask right now, currently, are you serving in a population where it's um, predominantly African Americans? You know, is it mixed? Like, what's your population that you're working with right now? Well, right now I work inpatient in the hospital setting. Okay. So the population, I don't have direct patient contact. Um, my contact is mostly with the physicians and the providers and the nurses. But as far as the population, we serve the Jefferson Parish community over here in New Orleans. So it's a pretty much a mixed based population over yeah. here. Good. Okay. Well, tell me, because I know, you know, we used to be together all the time. We would be playing and stuff. And Keisha always had her head in the books. Keisha was not playing outside with us. <laughs> she was studying. But at what moment, you know, I know you had scholarships to uphold because like you said, you, you had the best of both worlds. You got scholarships. So you had, you know, expectations on you. But at what point did you decide you wanted, you wanted to become a pharmacist? Well, Shakita... I stumbled up on the profession 
uh, to be honest with you. I, I knew what I didn't want to do. And it basically was, I guess, sometime during maybe early senior year in high school, you know, time where everyone's preparing for college and the counselors is on everyone. Hey, you guys, you got to get the ACT, SAT prep. You know, they're on us every step of the way on what needs to be done at what time. And so it was, it just became that time where I had to start really, you know, uh, trying to figure out what I wanted to go to school for and what I wanted to be. So mm-hmm. for me, process of elimination, I kind of, I knew I didn't want to really go to school forever <laughs> in a sense. Um, I knew that I did want to be in the healthcare profession that I didn't know. And so I narrowed it down. Actually, it was either going to be pharmacy or physical therapy. Okay. Uh, and so at some time, I started to look at what schools then did I want to go to. And I knew I wanted to go to HBCU. Xavier was at the top of my list. And that pretty much kind of geared me toward pharmacy because they had a pharmacy uh, program there. Not only that, Xavier is known for uh, getting African-American students into medical schools, all kinds of different professions. They have a good biology, chemistry programs, curriculums. And so when I narrowed it down to those two options, I came up with pharmacy. And I'm glad that I did yeah, yeah. Now, and that's interesting because you said either between, you know, physical therapy and pharmacy, even though then there are two different spectrums, but again, it's still in healthcare. Um, did you have any, like, you know, what inspired you to even consider healthcare? You know, I know it's so many, we have so many different options to choose from at that time, but what inspired you to decide on healthcare specifically? Well, um, for the longevity of the career, number one, uh, I think just uh, logically, most people and what we're taught in school is to find a career where it's going to be stable for you. Um, you won't, you know, a stable career, a stable pathway, and healthcare is definitely one of those. Um, I wanted to help people. Um, I am uh, quiet by nature. I like to do things from the back, uh, you know, in the not in the forefront. I like to be in the back, uh, helping people where I'm not necessarily in the spotlight, I should say. So, but I knew I wanted to be in healthcare because I definitely wanted a career that uh, was going to be in demand. Uh, I'm, you know, one of those careers where that's going to be in demand and it's going to be stable and where I can help people from just different in different ways. Right. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, people are going to always need medications in some way, shape, or form. You know, mm-hmm. so that's definitely a good path. Now, of course, it took, you know, a lot of schooling. Uh, what type of discipline did you really, really have to really hone in, you know, tone in on in order to accomplish your goal of becoming a pharmacist? I don't, I think the, what kind of discipline is really no different from what anyone has to, uh, you know, what we have to, anyone has to put themselves in a position where they, they create a goal, they make a path, and they stick to it. So for me, the recipe, and I think for most people to accomplish any goals is first and foremost, I say, um, family, faith in God, uh, family support, um, surrounding yourself with friends who are going to support you and help you. 
And then just determination, motivation, uh, sacrifice, a lot of sacrifice. And, and it's no different from any other goal. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Just yeah. whatever goals that anybody sets for themselves, these are gonna this, these are gonna be the elements. This is gonna be the ingredients to that recipe to get those goals accomplished. Absolutely. You just have to stick with it, you know. And yeah. I really yeah. appreciate that, that you stuck, you know, you stuck with it, you know, because and I'm a t- anybody can tell you, <laughs> listen, I I love talking about my family and the things, you know, that we have accomplished as a family and as individuals, you know. So just knowing that you said, you know what, I'm not going to, I have to stick to my goal. You know, it just what it, mm-hmm. what it is. You know, I tell my yeah. son, you know, I tell my son all the time, listen, dude, you come from a, a line of people who, who are accomplished. <laughs> so you don't have a choice. <laughs> right, way. right, right. So we don't give up. You know, we don't, we don't have given up in our blood. So I, you know, I, I really like that. Now I know, you know, in pharmacy, at least for myself, you know, I, I don't, I have yet, you're probably my first, the pharmacist, first pharmacist, first black pharmacist uh, that I know of, but I'm sure there's many more, you know, throughout this time. But, you know, if you can, like, how has it been not only being a black pharmacist, but a black female pharmacist in the industry? How has that experience been for you? Um, the experience would, I would have to say it's been fulfilling as a career in general and inspiring. I'd have to say that as well. Um, fulfilling just because I am helping people. That's why I got in this profession. So I am doing what my I intended to do when I chose it as a profession. And I would have to say inspiring as well. I know uh, Black women entrepreneurs who have opened up their own independent pharmacies. Right. Are directors of pharmacy in some of the largest healthcare organizations. Uh, they are led by Black women. Uh, I know Black women who are pharmacy managers, supervisors. Uh, one of my my cousin on my grandmother's side, um, she is a director right now at one of the most uh, one of a large healthcare organization out in Texas right now. Right. So it's been inspiring. Um, I work with students um, who are currently like in their third and fourth year school. And I've seen the curriculum change. I've seen them pursuing, uh, pursuing, let's say, credentials even further than Form Bs. I mean, they're getting certified in specialties. Um, So it's very inspiring um, and fulfilling at the same time, I have to say. That's good. I love it. I love that. And especially mm-hmm. hearing those stats that you share, you know, again, I'm not in that arena, you know, to really to see that, but to know that, you know, we have some strong black women that's on the, you know, on the back end really making some moves and that it can be fulfilling for you. You know, that's, that's major. Mm-hmm. Um, now I want to, you know, uh, one thing I do always like to ask, and, you know, we were, you know, coming up to the end of this, um, I knew it was going to be short and sweet, you know, but I know there are many people who are coming behind you uh, who may also want to be, you know, a pharmacist. Like what was, what would you say, like, what would be a, like a tip or a, a, a takeaway that you would give to these young black women that's coming behind you, you know, in, in reference to what they should do and, you know, just how should they tackle uh, this career field as a pharmacist? Um, well, it kind of, Going, going back to just uh, creating 
the goals that you want to set for yourself. I guess I would emphasize that. If you know that you want to be a pharmacist, if you know that you want to be a physical therapist or a licensed social worker, whatever it is, you have to be determined. You have to um, be, um, you know, determined and motivated and create a path, create a plan for that path and how you're going to make your dreams come true. Yeah. Um, I believe first and foremost, faith surrounding yourself by people who are going to support you and help you. And I'd like to say also, we know just in general, life happens, obstacles right. coming your way. And it's, it won't be easy. We know these things. It won't be easy. It's going to be challenging, right. but, um, you know, uh, embrace those challenges and stick with it. Um, I'd also like to say, emphasize, I think for myself, it's important to also let young women know that don't be afraid to explore and pursue your own special interests and hobbies while you're so focused on your path or your career goals or your financial goals. Make time and some space to um, explore special interests and hobbies that make you who you are. Because I think that's very important as well. Ooh, yeah, you Sometimes you get lost in yeah. <laughs> you touched on a you touched on an important topic that's that's important to me, which is that self-care, you know, peace and you're just making sure you have a balance, you know. So I Yeah, I, yeah, it's important. I appreciate this, Keisha. Well, I know uh, we may have some questions that some people might uh, drop on the live. So what I'll do is, um, you know, we'll definitely refer them to you. That's not my area of expertise, but I just <laughs> want to thank you so much uh, for taking your time. You know, I know you're working, you have your kids, you know, you're a working mom, <laughs> your kids, you know, COVID and it turned our life around. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you uh, made this time, you know, out for your baby cousin, and I appreciate it. Um, it was. A I appreciate you, Shaheed. I appreciate everything that you do. I mean, you know, this is truly, you know, we need to showcase this, and yeah. I'm glad. You know, yeah. you know I trust. Yeah, you. I, like I'm gonna this month. My goal is to hit as many people in the family as possible. I don't care what they did. I, you know, I just again because I take pride in you know, and who we are and just what we have, you know. Right, and, exactly. And it's, it's interesting because even when I have discussions with people sometimes, they're like, dang, y'all have a lot of, uh, your, your family have accomplished a lot. I say we have, you know, and I'm proud of that. And mm -hmm. so I appreciate you taking this time out. Um, and um, I'm going to let you get back to your day, but I hope everything okay. is great. And we'll hopefully we'll be planning uh, for our trip again. I hope summer. so. Yeah, <laughs> we need it. Yes, we, we do. do. I do. Yeah, girl, listen, we all do. So, mm -hmm. well, I love you, Keisha, and I appreciate you. And um, we'll definitely uh, be chatting soon. Okay. All right, Shakita. Love you too, cousin. All right. Bye.